This is Anchor LA, a daily podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and daily encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Good day, it's the 20th of June, 2018. At least four people have died in more than 300 hurt after a strong earthquake rattled the city of Osaka in western Japan on Monday morning. According to the UK's Express, reports that factory lines in key industrial areas were halted, including Panasonic, Honda Motor Company, and Mitsubishi Motors. Fox News reported that dozens of domestic flights in and out of Osaka were grounded, while train and subway service in the Osaka area, including the bullet train, were suspended to check for damage. Passengers exited trains on the tracks between stations. Some subway service resumed in the afternoon, but train stations remained crowded with passengers waiting for trains to restart, many of them sitting on the floor. Long lines of people waited to board bullet trains as they resumed operation. According to AccuWeather, little damage to infrastructure has been reported in this industrial region of Japan. But Japan's Fire and Disaster Management Agency stresses that long, strong aftershocks are possible over the coming days. Google on Tuesday introduced a new standalone podcast app for Android. The app, simply called Google Podcasts, will use Google's recommendation algorithms in an effort to connect people with shows that they might enjoy based on their listening habits. While podcasts have previously been available on Android through Google Play Music and third-party apps, Google says that the company expects that podcasts will bring the form to hundreds of millions of new listeners around the world. This according to The Verge, which also stated that Google Podcasts will look familiar to anyone who has used a podcast app before. It lets you search for new podcasts, download them, and play them at your convenience. At launch, all the podcasts that you're used to on other platforms are available and then some. The Podcasts app is integrated with Google Assistant as well, meaning that you can search for and play any podcast wherever you have the Assistant enabled. The company will sync your place in a podcast across all Google products, so if you listen to half a podcast on your way home from work, you can resume it on your Google Home once you're back at the house. Also, in the coming months, Google plans to add a suite of features to podcasts that are powered by artificial intelligence. One feature will add closed captions to your podcast, so you can read along as you listen. It's a feature that could be useful to people who are hard of hearing or for anyone who is listening in a noisy environment. Similar to Apple Podcasts, specifically on iOS devices, there are currently no plans for Google Podcasts to come to the Apple platform. Oh, wait a minute there. Why my father ever started this cheap penny ante building alone, I'll never know. But just remember this, Mr. Potter, this rabble you're talking about, they do most of the working and the paying and living and dying in this community. Well, is it too much to have them work and pay and live and die in a couple of decent rooms and a bath? Anyway, my father didn't think so. People were human beings to him. But to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. <laughs> 
In my book, Mr. Potter, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. James Stewart was born on May 20th, 1908, in the town of Indiana in Pennsylvania, and was raised as a Presbyterian. He was descended from veterans of the American Revolution, the War of 1812, and the American Civil War, and was the eldest of three children. He was expected to take over his father's hardware store business, which had been in the family for three generations. However, while at college, James Stewart met Frank Capra, and the friendship led Stewart to go into acting. He was known before World War II as a young actor, starring in several films directed by Capra, such as Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and you Can't Take It With You, as well as others, The Philadelphia Story, and The Mortal Storm. As the first major American movie star to wear a military uniform in World War II, and decorated for his service, James Stewart, or Jimmy Stewart, flew his 12th combat mission during the war in March of 1944, leading the 2nd Bomb Wing in an attack on Berlin, Germany. After the war, Jimmy Stewart appeared in his final Frank Capra film, It's a Wonderful Life, perhaps his best-known production. Experiencing what is now diagnosed as post-traumatic stress disorder during the film's production. Jimmy Stewart also collaborated with Alfred Hitchcock and Anthony Mann for films in the suspense and western genres, such as Vertigo and The Man from Laramie. After World War II, Stewart settled down at age 41, marrying former model Gloria Hattrick McLean in 1949, and they remained married until her death in 1994. In December of 1996, Jimmy Stewart was due to have the battery in his pacemaker changed, but he opted not to, preferring to let things happen naturally. In February of 1997, he was hospitalized for an irregular heartbeat, and surrounded by his children on July 2nd, 1997, Jimmy Stewart died at the age of 89 at his home in Beverly Hills, California, with his final words to his family being, I'm going to be with Gloria now. President Bill Clinton commented that America had lost a national treasure, a great actor, a gentleman, and a patriot. Although he held viewpoints in direct opposition to many of his Hollywood friends, Jimmy Stewart made an effort to stay away from divisive topics and focus on the friendships over the conflicting viewpoints. In a world that would view his differences with others as irreconcilable, Jimmy Stewart is instead remembered as one of the few steady, reputable actors Hollywood has ever known, seemingly untainted by the habitual divorces, scandals, immorality, greed, and backstabbing common in the Hollywood scene. So often on the challenge, Christians are encouraged urge to study God's Word, but why study so intently just one book? 2 Timothy 2 says, Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, handling accurately the Word of Truth, the Bible. Sadly, some believers think that Bible study is unnecessary. Bible reading, they say, is sufficient because we have the Holy Spirit who teaches us all things. Well, the Holy Spirit does protect us from false doctrine, but that does not eliminate the need for diligent Bible study. Often, 1 John 2 is used to defend the view that just reading is sufficient when it says that the Holy Spirit abides in us and we have no need for anyone to teach us. 
but the Holy Spirit teaches us about all things. That passage, however, isn't implying that Bible study or Bible teachers aren't necessary. On the contrary, in the context of verse 24 in the chapter, John was exhorting his readers to abide in what they'd already learned and to shun only those teachers who deny Christ and try to deceive believers. The Holy Spirit is the believer's resident lie detector, granting discernment to shield him or her from false doctrine. Although a Christian may be temporarily confused by false teachers, ultimately the true Christian can never drift into apostasy or deny Christ. 1 John 2 explains that if anyone does fall away from the faith, well, this departure is proof that they were not ever a true believer in the first place. The Spirit protects us from error, but we must fulfill our responsibility as students of the Word. Even a man of Timothy's spiritual stature needed to study the Word diligently and to handle it accurately. May the psalmist's attitude towards Scripture in Psalm 119 be ours as well. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. And like the Bereans in Acts 17 who searched the Scriptures daily, May we also verify, test, and confirm if what we are hearing, seeing, and doing are in line with what God teaches us in His Word. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA. Hi, I'm Anchor LA host Ben Ditzel. Over the next few weeks, Anchor LA will be undergoing a studio location move as well as some company restructuring, which is why you may hear what are known as reruns occasionally over the next few weeks. We will still be bringing the latest news, information, and tech updates every week, but the latter half of our program may consist partially of programming which we have aired at times over the past year. By early to mid-July 2018, the studio move and restructuring should be completed, Lord willing, and we will be returning to all new content, so stay tuned.